Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everyone. We are uh, connected all over the globe here. Welcome to the Scan Lines podcast. Woo! Yeah, this is our pilot episode. Uh, welcome. A uh, few friends and I, uh, basically, we're all into retro video gaming, um, collecting games, both modern and retro. But uh, more recently, probably a little bit more retro, uh, if I'm being honest. But uh, we love to collect video games. We love to talk about video games. And we thought... Recently, we talk about games so much, why not record it and do a little bit of a podcast? Um, even if we get no viewers, we're going to enjoy doing it anyways. So, mm. uh, welcome. We hope you enjoy this if you have any interest in video gaming at all. Uh, this is kind of a pilot episode, so we're going to obviously sort of rehash and, you know, take people's criticisms and change things if uh, necessary. And also, um, <coughs> go through puberty so our voices don't crack. Oh, Jesus. Uh, but anyways, maybe to start, we could do some introductions on who we are and maybe, um, I don't know, maybe I think today we could say um, a game that you've been playing recently or a favorite console, um, I guess whatever you kind of feel like introducing yourself with. Um, let's go ahead and start with Anthony over there out in uh, in Boston. Anthony, could you introduce yourself? Hey, please? what's up? Yep, from Boston. Um, yeah, I know these guys through living in Japan. So, oh, I forgot to, to say that. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, <laughs> no, fine. That's how we all know each other. So um, what? So maybe I can do my my show off right now as my introduction. I like that. I like that. You you know? do that? Let's do it. So, all right. I'm going to start with the first, which is Bomberman on the NES. Ooh. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And what's funny about this cover is it, the, the art kind of looks like Samus. Oh, yeah, oh what? Right. Isn't that kind of weird? That is kind of. He's got the blaster and everything. Can you, can you push it like up to the camera? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, wow that is really it kind of does. Awesome. That looks pretty like clean it. too. Yeah, it's the got a nice. Style, amazing! It's like an, it's like a comic. It looks really good. Yeah, it's cool. And the second thing is probably the best thing I've picked up in like the past couple of years. Uh -oh. Already, it's the Tommy Hilfiger. Oh shit! No way! Wow! I finally got it. Finally dude, got it. So That's clean. insane, dude. Yeah, man. Wow. I'm so pumped about this thing. Let me see dude, that. Let me see where, that. Where, where did you get it? It's from? so like clean. So pretty good, um, pretty good. That's so clean. I, yeah, it's it's the back could be a little better, but you can replace these stickers pretty easily. Yeah. Um, wow, that so is incredible. The story behind it is so I make TikTok videos, and I made a TikTok for this local um, thrift store slash retro gaming store. And they have an Instagram where they just upload their like inventory. So this got uploaded this morning, and I immediately commented saying like I'm I have to have that like put it aside, please. So yeah, went and picked it up today. Dude, congrats! Congrats! That's, that is incredible. Very yeah. nice. Dude, there's a local store by me that they had one boxed and one loose. Oh shit! How much was a box? It was like five hundred something. I was like, That's, God, yeah. damn. Yeah, I paid 150 for this, but I, I actually I had a lot of like extra stuff in my parents' house that I picked up just to trade it in. So mm. I ended up spending like 50 bucks in total. Hell yeah. So yeah, great dude, great pickup. I'm very, Thanks. I'm actually jealous. That's really cool. <laughs> mm. <laughs> those those Game Boy variants that have like company logos on them are so sick because so they're just sick. so they're so limited. Like, what's more yeah. 90s than Tommy? Yeah, Hill and you know, why? <laughs> what kind of collab? 
You should you should get like a pair of jeans and put them on the Game Boy. <laughs> I want to, to like get a matching outfit so I can like go chill in a park somewhere. Dude, yeah, dude. dude. For the TikTok, it would actually That'd look be great. Fire. I know. Do like That's a photo shoot with the uh, Game Boy. Y'all Tommy shirts. So, it, just going back really quickly, I think we should preface. Uh, I because this is the first episode, we're not really sure how to start and like. We're like, what even is this podcast? How do we talk about it? But I, we should probably explain that all four of us, including Danny over in Sweden, actually all met at some point in time within the last couple of years uh, living in Japan. Mm. We all did a study abroad in when we were in college, basically. And that's when I met I met Anthony and Mike when I was studying abroad. And Sebastian, sorry, I know we haven't introduced you yet, but he is actually uh, Mike's older brother mm. who's also living in Japan. And Danny is now back in Sweden, but he was living here in Osaka, um, Japan as well, where I'm at now. I guess I haven't introduced myself though. So man, <laughs> these intros are hard, huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> All over the place as far as where to Hey, how about you go with how about you go with you uh next? Okay, sure. Uh my name is Eric. I'm living now. I'm from Portland, Oregon. Uh I guess I should show my coffee mug here. Shout there out to we Oregon. Go. Um, but I am now living in Osaka, Japan. So like I said, we all met studying abroad here. We studied at, where was it? Kansai Gaidai University. Mm. And um, at least the four of us, Danny was somewhere else. But uh, I loved studying abroad so much that I actually decided to move back here. I did a little bit of YouTube. So I'm not really plugging that, but you could find me, Eric Abroad, on YouTube. I did some stuff. I'm not really doing that so much uh, at the moment. But I'm now living in Japan uh, with my girlfriend, and I collect a lot of retro games living here. Um, I probably won't live here forever, but anyways... It's eight in the morning here for both uh, Sebastian and I, because we're both here, and these guys are over on the East Coast. And Danny, I think it's like one in the morning, which is why he couldn't make it. Although it's the pilot episode, it just didn't work out today. So that will likely happen a few times for him, unfortunately. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, if I had to, what are we doing? Uh, we were, uh, you were showing some cool stuff. I guess um, really quickly, I can show, this isn't necessarily a video game. But uh, recently on my Twitch channel, which I could plug, it's also Eric Abroad with an underscore between Eric and Abroad. I've been getting into a little bit of homebrew programming for the Game Boy. So making homebrew games for things like that. But I'm very new to programming, but I'm having a lot of fun learning. Uh, but one thing I picked up recently was actually a little MIDI keyboard. This is the Akai, oh, the Akai MPK. MIDI Play. It, oh, yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a, like a kind of a spinoff model of a popular series of MIDI controllers, the MPK uh, mini series that are just great. You plug it into your laptop and load up a, a digital audio workstation like uh, Fruity Loops or something and you can- Why don't you play us a song, Eric? Oh yeah. Yeah, play us a tune. You, you wanna hear a song? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let me see. So I'm also literally brand new to piano stuff, but I'll, I'll set it down so I can play it proper here. But there's one, there's one song that I've always wanted to learn. <clears throat> and let me see if I can uh, fire it up here. All right. I'll try to do you proud. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take that. Very good. Oh, yeah. And of course is the legendary Sea Shanty 2 from the uh, legendary game called RuneScape. Um, <laughs> I probably should have played a Game Boy riff because I know a few of those too. But my goal with this actually was just to kind of learn. I don't know anything about, I used to play drums, but I don't know anything about notes or music mm. theory. So I just wanted to learn kind of some, you know, uh, first learn some popular songs, but also learn for myself just like how to do some like bass lines and stuff. So when I'm developing music for some future homebrew games, I can do that. So mm. that that's the whole goal. So this is, it's not a video game. Um, 
I mean, it's a fun toy for sure, but it's the, the purpose is so that I can use it for uh, producing some music for the Game Boy stuff. So I hope that fits enough, <laughs> but Damn. I'm having a blast with this thing. It's so fun. It's a, uh, it's totally portable. So it's got a little speaker in there and um, yeah, yeah, that's sick. Fun. Super fun. Eric, Eric buys a keyboard and the first thing he plays, he learns to play is a RuneScape song. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you'd think uh yeah. you'd think like flight of the bumblebee like claire de lune yeah you know you'd think you would just pick up like, some beethoven and some, uh, some uh... that's sick it's pretty oh, epic that's great uh, who should go uh sebastian do you want to introduce yourself really quick yeah sure so i'm sebastian i'm from new jersey and yep as we discussed i'm mike's brother as well we're blood related and, and you are now in i am currently located in osaka japan along with eric um and just to preface what we were talking about before, um, Mike, so Mike kind of studied in Japan because of me, because I was the first one to do it. Um, and then, so if I never came to Japan, uh, you would have never met Mike because he, because he, he would have never came. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's true though. Dude, Quick this flex. is the, this is the thing. We're going we're gonna to have a lot of good, like brotherly quarrels, I think during this podcast too. Yeah. It's going to be nice. Egg, popcorn. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so. You know, I love gaming too. Um, I'm a big Game Boy fan. Um, I own a Game Boy Color and a Game Boy Pocket right now. Um, the other day, one thing I want to show you guys that I did was, um, I think it was a, this was off Eric's recommendation, but I actually went to the Daiso, which is like the dollar store in Japan. And I picked up some of the holders for the Game Boy. Oh, oh, the cases oh, for the... Clear one. Look at that. It was perfect. Yeah, so I, it had it had like a cover on top, but I just popped it off and the and I, I like made sure the measurements were right and it like fits kind of perfectly. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, looks nice. Games, so I, I had put all my Game Boy Damn. stuff and Game Boy Advance stuff in here. Does the cover? Do, do you have the cover to protect from dust? Like, cause you could use it. Well, the cover it was kind of like it was too, like tight. If I had it on, and it wouldn't have been able to close. So oh, I see. I guess I guess dust would still get in, but I just keep it in a drawer pretty much. I just took it out for the podcast. That looks a lot better than I bought when I bought them. They were wooden. I could go grab it, but it's basically that same thing, but made out of wood. And it's kind of cheap yeah. looking. It's a lot cleaner. I like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So yeah, that's my recent like gaming related pickup. Cause I was, I just want to, I had all these Game Boy games sitting in a box and I was like, I just want to put all my loose ones somewhere that's like more organized. I have one request. Can you, can you, without looking, just reach in and pop out one game and see what, Ooh, see what you grab. I like that. Mystery, okay. mystery grab. Okay. Um, what's this? <laughs> the white toad what is uh you got i can't uh it's too small on my screen i'm is sorry that Shin -chan? no that, that's uh, legend, of, legend of the river king legend of the like river king three sorry, legend of the it? river king three sorry legend of the what legend of the river king three i'm sorry the river king yeah the river king three that, there's that, three of them they like fishing there's that there's actually four. There's actually four. Um, it's yeah. It's like it's like a pretty much like an RPG. That's a fishing RPG on the Game Boy, and wow. I've played it a couple times. I it, it's only in. Uh, I think they might have it in English as well. Um, it's just kind of an interesting little like. It kind of looks like a Pokemon sprite, but you're walking around like just like land and you're going fishing and you're kind of like doing like fishing based missions. And I like fishing because I used to fish a lot, so I was like, oh, this is a pretty cool game to pick up yeah. and try. And uh, yeah. Fishing? Definitely relaxing. Fishing in video games is always like a nice like side thing. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's like one Ocarina of the best. Time, Zelda. Just yeah. So good. It's dun 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 dun. <laughs> okay. Twilight Princess too. 
I'll have to learn that on the keyboard, huh? Except for uh, <laughs> except for that Sonic Adventure one. Oh, Big the Cat. <laughs> oh, Froggy. <laughs> I love Sonic Adventure, dude. <laughs> we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. <laughs> All right, Mike. Who All are right, you? Where my, are you from? my name is Mike, and I'm living in um, East Coast of the USA in New Jersey. Um, I love collecting video games, playing video games. I have a couple pickups today. Um, they're not really, I think these people I've showed them to before, but it's for the podcast. You can show everyone. Yeah, dude. Oh, Legend of the this is super oh, yeah. clean yeah. too. Yeah, the case dude, no scratches. Like, no Looks scratches great. on the discs, like beautiful. Very good. Got it for 35 bucks. Great. Not bad, not bad. And uh, another I thing that. I have is this little super game converter. Oh, that's the one you got. Okay. Yep. Nice. You got the box too. And the, that looks the only reason I got this was for the box because it looked so like weird and like why they even like... make a box like this. Yeah, that's is that a region? Is that like a region conversion between the Super Fami and, and the, the Super yeah. Nintendo? Okay, that's awesome. Very nice. Yeah. And uh, oh, that's actually useful because then you wouldn't need like a yeah Super Nintendo like, drive or something. It looks like that. super yeah. vaporwave too. I like it. Oh, yeah. I love that. And the name yeah. Caesar too. It's Caesar, like, like what's the point? Third party company. <laughs> what's the point? <laughs> Caesar. That, so is that so that you can play Super Famicom on a Super Nintendo, or is it vice versa? Vice versa. So you can play Super Nintendo on a Super Famicom. Yeah, yeah, because okay. Super I, Famicom is easy to play on a Super Nintendo because the the entries is bigger. So you just need to like cut these two little plastic edges. Um, okay. But the other way around, the opening is too small for an American mm -hmm. cart. So you need that adapter to increase the size. Nice. And yeah. also, a Super Famicom is a lot cheaper, so you can just you you can buy a cheaper fa Super Famicom, but still play your Super Dude, Nintendo. Game. I still have the same right. Super Famicom from Treasure Bomb in Hirakata. Treasure that, Bomb that I that I got here. for nine dollars. That's so I sick. With all, Treasure Bomb was all the cables. Treasure Bomb was awesome. So good. They actually had some pretty good stuff. There was a Treasure Bomb. If you guys ever go to Hirakata, Osaka, Japan. <laughs> treasure bomb we used to walk like how far was that wasn't it like 30 minutes of a walk from the school i was like a mile away <laughs> something maybe not maybe not that far yeah anyways i've actually been in the past year oh really it, really it actually yeah. had a good amount of uh remember they had a lot of game boy advance and a lot of like in the basket like wii remotes like they had some i don't know they were, you could actually find good stuff and they yeah yeah totally different now totally different now really? Oh, yeah really? wait sebastian yeah, didn't i go with you when i visited last year Yes. Dude, we biked to Treasure Bomb. That was like, yeah. it was the most nostalgic ride. It's just, they cut a lot of their gaming stuff. So it's like a lot smaller. It's like only behind glass case now. Uh, yeah. It's like, and it's mostly like more modern games. And um, they might have like an occasional like Super Nintendo, like sitting like for sale stuff like that. But it's pretty much like, just like more like PS2, like P I'm PS3, PS4 stuff, you know. <laughs> I yeah. feel like retro in general is just kind of dying out. Like, look yeah. off. Like last time I was there, Book Off was like had way less inventory. Um, yeah, it's like changing. It's, it's yeah. rare to see the actual um, like inventories in Book Offs and like those secondhand shops like expanding for retro. Yeah, maybe we should say for book for people that don't know, Book Off is a you know kind of chain of stores in Japan that they kind of carry secondhand. I think it's mostly like normally like the manga and books and stuff like that, mostly. but they also have yeah. like a video gaming section that's all just retro and like. Some of the best finds we've ever had are just from Book oh, Off, yeah. and they're so much cheaper. 
it's like goodwill but a little bit they actually have a bit of a criteria and yeah they, and they sort they it and yeah. yeah um yeah book off is also i think they have one in new york now don't they or in, in jersey or something yeah yeah and they were actually put i follow their uh instagram i've been kind of just like following what they're posting and they started posting a lot more retro stuff they have a lot of like just I like famicom they do very well just because there's nothing like that in the u.s or a way less yeah. retro gaming especially a chain store that would sell that i think there's yeah. one on the west coast too yeah that one has like it literally looks like a book off in japan yeah really yeah the new york one like kind of looks like it but it's not a not as like close you still feel like you're in new york in yeah. New york. yeah 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 okay yeah book off is um, actually anthony anthony and i and sebastian he was behind the camera and he's also in the video we did a, a little bit of a web series actually showcasing our favorite mm. shops in osaka japan so that's probably worth mentioning yeah, but it's you guys on, uh, yeah it's on my youtube channel eric abroad and going, huh it was it was we made two videos they're about 25 minutes each because there's some heavy editing in there but um i think the narrative is pretty pretty well put together well i did it so <laughs> if i do say so myself but uh <laughs> But it's two like twenty minute episodes, but it was all shot in one long day. So if you like, as you're watching it, if you just keep in mind, like this was all one scheduled day of just fun. It was the busiest shooting schedule ever, but so much fun. It was it was mm. like produce that and set it up because we have in Japan they're very strict with um, the like legally being allowed to use a camera in a store. You have to like very much get like the signature from. The, you know the owner and get like signed off on everything so setting that up was so such a build-up and a, a little bit stressful and just a little bit worrisome it went smooth totally fine but on like a production end it was like busy but then when it was like okay camera's rolling action let's go St i think we started at like nine in the morning ten oh, in the yeah. morning and we cracked open some alcohol and uh, but we just, we, we shot nonstop until about like 10 PM that night. It must've been at least 12 hours straight. And Sebastian, yes. his arms are probably just yeah. by the end of it. Ramen noodles, <laughs> got some udon noodles by the end of that. Uh, but, uh, so much fun. So we recommend you check that out. Uh, we recommend specific like addresses and locations of where you can go. Mm. Super potato is an honorable mention on top of book off. You got to go to super potato if you can. And Sudo Gaia as well. We could also, I, I even, uh, I was talking to you guys about it recently, but, and you guys know this, but just to like reiterate it in case we've forgotten, Kyoto, Japan, for those that don't know, Kyoto is a very like ancient, like lots of temples, people go there and kind of, it's kind of this almost spiritual Zen kind of a vibe, kind mm -hmm. of an old school. Yeah. Anyways, just, it feels like an older version of Japan city. Um, very touristy and good place to go. But it's one of the best locations that I've found in Japan for buying games because there's a little bit less foot traffic there for retro gaming. So I think the good stuff kind of lives there a little longer than like in downtown here where it's going to be seen a lot easier. So just just as a recommendation, if you're in Kyoto, check out Sudugaya. Um, the book off sucks nowadays, unfortunately. They they took out the retro inventory pretty much. Oh, heavily. really? Yeah, it's Ew. not. It used to be a good Right, you and I used to. Oh, I remember that was where I bought the the mother two for uh, Anthony. I think. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. You got a complete in box. Yeah, it was like thirty yeah. bucks. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. That. Incredible. It's a great. And it's a great price. I went with Jenny um, during the the COVID lockdown. 
Japan, let's not get into this, but Japan for some reason was promoting travel during the lockdown. So if you lived in Japan, like travel was super subsidized. So we we were looking at it and we're like, I was like, babe, we can stay in Kyoto for one night. And for both of us, it's like $5 each for the hotel. So we just decided to go on a little day trip. We were social distance and everything. But that was the one trip we did, and we we used most of the day doing game hunting. And uh, but we went together to that book off, and it was unfortunately it's all iPads now, and oh. it's just kind of oh, like going off that. I think I think it's inevitable, and this goes without saying for any retro collectors listening that it's only going to get harder and harder to find this stuff. Right? There's no way around that because it's retro. It's there. Some things get thrown away. Some things go missing. Some things get damaged. Yeah. Some people like us, we collect them and we're never going to get rid of them you know, until yeah. we're dead. So it's, it's, uh, unfortunately, I, I mean, I hate to see that. We'll, I hate to say that we'll probably be seeing that trend a lot in Japan, of course in the U S too, but in my case in Japan moving forward, but I don't know. I, mean, I, uh, I, I want to add something about that. I think, cause you know how in like America, I mean, Anthony, you go to a lot of different like local shops too. And like, yeah. How now, like, the feeling of going to local shops really is, like, I know what the prices are going to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, everyone checks eBay, you know, before they are selling something or they check the prices. And you go into the store, and it's so cool to see everything in person. And I think it's a good thing to, if something's there that you can't usually, you know, get online, um, then it's pretty cool. Sometimes they give a discount if you actually go in and just buy it. But uh, I think that's different with uh, Japan. Japan still has that, like that goodwill mentality that video games are just like the traded in, you know, some OG sons are traded in their kids old games and you can get them for a lot cheaper. And I think like, that's going to be sad once, you know, as you see, like, you know, more iPads and stuff just coming and the retro sections are disappearing. Um, how the prices are probably going to go up and local shops are going to be more popular. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like going just going off of that and just repeating what you said it is so much fun it's one of the best feelings on earth you're when you're going a little game hunting maybe you have an idea of what you're looking for but you're kind of just browsing and you mm. find something that just catches you off like wait why is why is this here and why is it so cheap i have one one example of that recently uh my girlfriend jenny she loves um uh, her gamecube and she's really wanted to play the Paper Mario game on there because she's never done like a full playthrough. And I've actually never fully beaten it myself, but so I was wanting to kind of play it with her. And every time we found it, uh, unfortunately, uh, our interest actually grew because we bought the Switch version and we hated it. The mm. the Switch one, yeah. man, I can go off on that, but I think <laughs> everyone would agree. Beautiful graphically, the design and the quirkiness, the jokes are hilarious, very well written. The, like the production and the design of it was done so well but whoever was in charge of the battle system and the the pacing of the game sh needs to be relocated big time because it it's it's obvious that they 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 know that their formula worked in the older games but they don't want to repeat themselves but unfortunately they should they that the games the differences in the games are the new jokes the new characters the new plot twists the new areas the new designs not the gameplay keep the keep the keep the combat the same maybe change a couple mechanics like in the gamecube one they have it where the audience is throwing items at you and you have to kind of dodge them that's super fun um they unfortunately just totally reworked it so her and i played that and we were so bitter from it mm. that we wanted to play the gamecube one but unfortunately 
a lot of other people felt the same way because <laughs> the price of the GameCube game after the Switch one came out like skyrocketed here. Oh man. Yeah. Because everyone was selling their copy of Paper Mario. Like you can buy Paper Mario on the Switch now for probably 20 bucks, brand new. Jeez. 25 bucks. It's it's it has no value here anymore because it's just not a well-received game. And um uh so I was looking for the GameCube one for the longest time, but every time I found it, I'd find a copy where the disc is scratched and it's 50 bucks fuck which in america is pretty common but in japan that's pretty that's pretty severe it's like damn 50 bucks for a scratch disc that doesn't even okay and i was looking for a while and i walked into a super potato and i have no idea why because since then it's never i've never seen this because i've gone back to the same store super potato the one that has the two floors the first one we went to ant in our video yeah. shoot bastion um behind the case or not even, sorry not behind the case just in the GameCube section where you can kind of just pull games out like with no case. Mint, like mint condition, perfect disc, complete in box, Paper Mario for, it was $20, 2,000 yen. Wow. Just like, and it, it, like that feeling of just like, why the hell is this here? Why is it in so good condition? And why is it so cheap? You, you unfortunately probably don't get that in the US almost ever anymore, unless you're at a garage sale, I would imagine. But, yeah. Uh, or a flea market, maybe sometimes it's like stalls right. that it's like dedicated to retro. But right. sometimes you get those people that just have a bunch of junk and they just lay it yeah. out and be like something good in there. Yeah. So that feeling is so fun, and it's gonna be a sad day when it goes away. Yeah, mm. man. Yeah. I, I want to talk about the like people like the garage sale thing, man. Like, I don't know if uh, you guys follow any like, I don't know. I think it's more common maybe here, like local like game shops, and they like post their trade ins. And dude, some of the trade in like hauls that they get is like it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And I can only imagine how much they're giving these people. Like, I don't know. Right. It's so yeah. like yeah. I'm like, should I just open a game shop and just be like, just trade it in? <laughs> like Anthony, have you are you does that that shop you were mentioning? Um yeah. are they posting like every day? Are they posting every once a week or like how does that work? They just yeah, they just post when they get a haul in. So it's usually like weekly. They get a surprising amount of stuff and it goes quick. It's a small store, so you know it's not like the biggest selection, but all the good stuff flies off the shelves. Mm. Plus, like where it is, like Boston's kind of like hip now, so a lot of people are into retro here. Um, <laughs> so if there's like a SNES at a thrift store, like it's gonna be sold that day, no matter what. Like wow. instantly. Like so, I, I got five. I got an example here. Ready? So this place that I go to, shout out Zonks Pop Culture. Get zonked at Zonks um dude just straight up you can't, maybe can't see but like dreamcast dreamcast uh keyboard uh red controller soul caliber crazy taxi sonic adventure like and that's a house call i'm like what man that's crazy. awesome crazy you get that and it's like that every i would week. love to fly on the wall oh. when the person's selling it like yeah. who is it someone who just like inherited? Yeah. I, I would imagine it's a lot of inheriting right yeah like, yeah for sure move out of town or they pass away and they just need to sell it so they bring it to the shop and they probably give them a fair price but they're they, they have to make a profit still so yeah. I, I would I, I would always i would wonder how much they're actually getting for these rare items because they're super some sought after i've noticed that some shops they'll say like well how much do you want for this and usually mm. people have no idea they don't know what it's worth um but like the shop i went to today really cool guy he's just going off ebay whatever the trending price is and then just takes a little bit off of that or mm. adds a little more if it's store credit so some of them get nice. away with you know they get a bunch of rare stuff for like basically no money because the yeah. person they don't know how much it's worth 
Right. I saw like the example of the pink gorilla in uh, Seattle. I just watch their YouTube channel a lot and they do Twitch and stuff like that. So I see them a lot, but they, they got like two years ago, I think um, she got a, a complete uh, Xbox original Xbox, like a, a complete library of the games, like from A to Z. Someone, someone sold it there. Like oh I'm just selling the whole God. thing. That, that must be insane of a day. <laughs> yeah. like, well, we're working yeah. late tonight. <laughs> Catalog, cataloging all that. But that must be so fun. Yeah. That's cool. Would you guys ever open up like a shop like that? Um, my my mother always says I should. Um, but I don't I think the hard part is it's like it's hard to have consistency with something like that. Yeah. You know? Cause and you, for the you future, never... like, I don't know. Yeah. Again, not to <laughs> I feel like I'm sponsored by I, I only really know Pink Gorilla as far as right now, because all of my retro stores that I grew up with in Portland are kind of shut down now. So I'm gonna reference them again. But one thing I saw that they do on their um uh her her husband, they 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 own it together as like a husband and wife. The husband, he does the Twitch streaming and they'll sometimes he'll just stream when he's just like cleaning consoles and stuff, but sometimes he'll actually do like a live auction. And basically people in the chat if they're subscribed, they have an emote where they can claim items. So like, you know, we have this game, it's 10 bucks for the Sega Dreamcast. Does anyone want it? And like five people will put their hand up and whoever put their hand up first, they put it in a bin for that person. And then when the stream's done, they like email them and send them the bill. And then if they pay for it, they'll ship them. So they do like an online selling too. That's kind of sick. Which, so that's a little interesting to see like with a shop for the longevity of it. Yeah. You, you have a huge customer, you have an unlimited customer base at that point if you're, if you're doing shipping right mm. i do an online store for sure yeah i mean like, i think the, 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 i think the best person to talk about this would be danny because since he's running an actual store he's not here I, know, I would love to ask him so we'll have to get him on as our guest even though he's like technically a part of this team here <laughs> um but yeah i yeah. mean i just just i'm gonna make a comment about the retro like uh buying stuff so like i think it's great going to like physical stores and stuff like that but i think another big part of it is obviously buying online like you see like the whole like eric knows about the yahoo auctions here in japan yeah and um, yeah that's like the that's main like, that's like the main place people buy retro stuff right yahoo auctions and uh medukari merikari M-E-R-C- oh yeah yeah it's also popular yeah. Oh, okay. And I, now, now you see like all these people from all around the world are buying it too because now there's like those proxy services, right? Like there's like Sendigo and stuff like that where people go on there and try to bid on stuff in Japan. It just makes the whole world, like, it just makes the whole like retro gaming collecting more competitive too. It is a pretty competitive mm-hmm. space, right? Like buying stuff. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. another thing too with the, and one thing too I wanted to mention, I, w- I went yesterday actually to a, uh, my local game shop because I have a, literally like a local game shop five minutes bike ride from me. So I can just oh, like yeah. bike up there and um, I go in there like, I used to go like every week just for fun to check when I was like bored, but now I go like once a month because it's like eventually gets to the point where like if you're going to shops physically, like you don't see the st- inventory change that much. Yeah. So it's right. kind of like you're just can't... so I'm like I'm just like going in there hoping to see some kind of like new interesting game boy game that's not like Yu-Gi-Oh or like Metabots, you know, <laughs> yeah. so that's hang on the wall so I can get pick it up. But um, there's also like a lot of exp- and in Japan there's a lot of expensive things like they they do price up these things. A good amount in the stores they they know their pricing like i want I, i'm in, i'm looking for like a ps2 slim right now and i just saw like a model like nine thousand for like 200 bucks yesterday Jesus. and it still had it still had like the sticker on it like on like the top where it's like you know the glossy part the sticker was still on so it's kind of like i guess it was pretty new but it was kind of like old but i was like wow, i was like 200 bucks it's like crazy yeah <laughs> dude I, wonder, I got i got my american ps2 slim for like 100 bucks 
boxed. Yeah, yeah that sounds more accurate though, even for the US. Yeah. I was gonna say, do you think that that's a result of the the scare of the PS3 and the PS Vita stores shutting down? I know they 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 called that back because of the backlash, but I wonder yeah. if like as a result, the price for the PS2 was going up, maybe. I don't know. I guess so. I guess so because like if I want to buy a PS3 Slim, it's like ninety bucks or eighty bucks, seventy bucks. You could right. get depending on the condition of it. But like the PS2 Slims, they're always like above a hundred. Well, in, so in just in person the, slim, the Slims, not the fatties. Oh, sorry about that. The Slims, yeah, not just the fatties. The, yeah, just the just the Slims. And the backwards compatibility on PS2 makes it more desirable, I guess. True. Yeah, but the PS2 Slims they end up using PS1. They do. And they emulate PS1, right? They don't actually, like, have the hardware inside for the PS2 Slims. Or at least the later models of them. Okay. I think. Yeah, I think, all, I think go. certain models, like, emulate. Wow. I forgot which ones, though. It's so weird, but, but there's, like, four different models. Yeah. <laughs> PS2 is the best system, like, in history as far as sales, I love, right? dude. Oh, yeah. The yeah. best. I remember awesome. when I worked at GameStop, we were releasing... They were releasing soccer games for the PS2 in like the 2010s. Pretty sure like yeah. the last game was what like 2013 on the PS2 or something. It was some I soccer. Game. It was definitely late as fuck. Yeah, because uh, people in Brazil, they I used to have people who would come into GameStop, buy like every PS2 we had, and then would bring them to Brazil and charge like ten times the amount. Oh for my them. god! Everyone in Brazil played PS2 like way later. You know, I did hear about that too. Like in Brazil, they do like a lot of the older gaming consoles last longer. Even Dreamcast lasted longer there too, right? Yeah, all older stuff. I've seen a documentary on how like video games. I think maybe I'm wrong, so forgive me if I'm wrong. But I think they were like illegal or something. Like there was some law where importing systems was very difficult. So there was a lot that yeah. the market was mostly like third party, like like um aftermarket where like they would make a fake console and those were very popular because they were technically legal there's a documentary about this and uh there's like a ton of bootleg in brazil that's the word yeah yeah there's a ton of it and yeah so there's a documentary on youtube you can look up and there's like a guy like a game historian living there who has like all these old like knockoff consoles it's really cool yeah it's interesting yeah yeah no go ahead go ahead so you know what's interesting that I saw recently in the game shop that I was looking at too. Um, you know, like there's a lot of these rare games on like SNES, for example, that like um you are hard, like super expensive either to get. Um, I forget the name of this one particular game, but I found a cart for it. Um, it's like a, some, it's some like your it's like a like a Castlevania style game, and you have like demon shape shifting abilities. I think it's like Demon King something like I that. Um, it's on and, the Switch Japanese uh Virtual Console, I think. It's like a the, really? the red or something I can yeah find yeah it. yeah i think I it's it's not the red arima um it's um i think it's just, it's, just, it's a really rare one and there wasn't that many copies but recently even in japan they make like reproduction carts and they sell them in the, these game shops yeah. here and even yeah. for those rare games you can you can end up getting them so it's kind of interesting i i thought it was a real game at first but if you look at the sticker it's not actual like used merchandise it's like more like a new reproduction cart yeah hmm. wow I'm gonna be That's looking for the same. You're gonna look for it, dude. I wanted to mention how how much of a scum. Do you think it was like a huge PR move for Sony to take back the the PS3 shit? I don't think it was intentional, dude. Uh, like, but I really think about how much money they made. What I heard was that when they they announced they were shutting it down, and they probably just assumed it was like 
you know, they're all just moving forward. So they're just like, let's let's shut these servers off. The prices, because people were panic buying, they saw that they were they were actually making a good amount of money because people were panic purchasing yeah. so many titles. Yeah. So I think they saw that and had a meeting and said, we're making more money now that we announce it's going away. Let's ride. I, I think they're milking it. I think oh, they yeah. really are. They're like, let's just keep it open for another year and it'll milk like and they could probably continually almost do that like announce like we're gonna close that reminds me of like there i used to watch skits on um like maybe not snl but there was a, a seattle version of snl that bill nye the science guy was on like way <laughs> back in the day and they did this funny skit where it was making fun of uh rug stores that pretend to be going out of business but they never do yeah 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 <laughs> you've seen that where they're like we're going out of business it's a 50 percent wholesale closing we're sale closing sale hand. But they would announce they would that was their their commercial for five years, so they're not going out of business. Like, I think I honestly so, think places like just do that because I've yeah, been driving to the work to work for four years for the same route, and I've seen this one place such as closing sale, and it's been open this whole time. Like grand opening <laughs> forever. Yeah. <laughs> Great marketing. Yeah. By the way, they got Joy Mech by Anthony on the uh, Nintendo Online NES oh, virtual console now. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I didn't find that one uh, last time. It's pretty expensive, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's it's. It looks there. fun. Uh, Sebastian, is this the game you were talking about? I think it's called Demon's Crest in English. Um, no, 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 no. Uh, that's I'm talking about. I'm talking about a super obscure. Like uh, I can find it eventually. Okay, I can find mind. it. I don't have the uh, Nintendo Online at the moment, well, so I'm scary. working on. Mm. So I've been. Because I just own the real game, so <laughs> I think it's cool. We can even talk about really quick. Just, I mean, it's been talked about to death, but the virtual consoles and the 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 mini consoles. Um, personally, like it's funny when I when I when they were first getting announced, there were some particular like retro gaming like podcasters and stuff who were like kind of scoffing at it. But yeah. it's because they collect and they already own these games, so they don't need it. All right, I see that you're showing the. Yeah, I'm talking about this game called Ma Maduro. It's a super rare game. I think if you try to find it on the store, it's on eBay. It's super expensive. Do you spell it in English? Um, it's in English. Um, the King of Demons. Okay. Module. Huh. But yeah, so uh, hearing like I don't know, like I would hear like people who would kind of scoff, like why would anyone want that? But me, like although I am a collector, I and I don't buy the mini consoles and I don't do much of the virtual consoles. I fully support it, and I, I I would hope you guys would agree. I mean, it, it, it seems yeah. like like a, an average Joe isn't going to be collecting like we are. You know what I mean? So for for the ability to like, hey, you got you know Nintendo Online for twenty bucks, you now can play all these old classics on your TV. They have like filters to make it look like a CRT TV scan yeah. line. Yeah. Scan line. I'll, I'll yeah, say like I, I sorry. Go ahead, Mike. I was just gonna say it's like it's like these are these these are these people that are literally saying this and scoffing at it, but they're literally like playing like on on Twitch on an emulator or some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah, it's like all right, dude. Like, shut up. Um, yeah, no other way to do it. I'll just add that like, there's no wrong way to collect or play these old games, mm. and like, the way that the extremes that you know we go through, like Eric, you know the rabbit hole of like getting the perfect picture, like. I understand that not everyone wants to do that for just like a little bit extra quality, you know, yeah, um, right. we have fun doing it, but like, if someone's like, no, I'm just going to play on my living room, flat screen TV with an HDMI cord, like do it. Yeah. Like if yeah. you're enjoying it, that, who gives a shit? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I couldn't agree more. I would hope that we could like, maybe that could be sort of um, 
a part of this podcast's mm. like message, I guess, is like we encourage retro collecting, but we're not gonna like scoff at you for not having a a four by three tube television yeah. or uh, you know perfect switching or the the right cables. Fucking... Just if you're enjoying games in any form, even if they're modern games, we're not against any of that. Like we just love talking about games, but like you said, uh, because we as a hobby we do enjoy you know trying to push the limits on some of these consoles and modifying yeah. the output a little bit and we find that fun but we also realize that's it's a little crazy it's not yeah it's not, <laughs> not common um so there's like you said i i couldn't agree more there's no w- wrong way to collect video games enjoy yeah. a game yeah i think that's also yeah. i think that's maybe we can talk about why we kind of love you know going these extra lengths to do a lot of things because i think some of the most fun like i've had was like uh, recently, I re um, I changed the screen on my Game Boy Advance SP just because I wanted to play some more like game like advanced games and just Game Boy games. Like, and like, like you did a mod, you mean? Yeah, yeah. The the screen, the IPS kit. So yeah, nice. Just like being able to, like back then, I feel like all these like especially just technology in general. Like back then, in like the eighties or nineties, like a lot of things were meant to be like, not changed yourself, but it was more about like you know you fix things yourself or you know, you can change right. the battery. Like they put a little, you know, a screwdriver so you could change the battery on the back of it. You know yeah. what I mean? So I don't know. I just, I love that about, you know, retro and vintage things that, uh, there's just like more details. And like, if you want to get into no like learning everything about like the system, the electronics and everything, you can do that. And it's a whole yeah. nother world. Yeah. And you're creating like a new use for this old thing. Yeah. And that's, that's like what speedrunning does. Like, it's like this old game you've played a thousand times. Mm. You're creating, like you're creating new content by adding these guidelines to the to the game and we're doing that with like hardware too where it's like oh i i just modded my gamecube to play sd cards and with that sd card i can run software to make my Game Boy advance games look better when they're being played like all that stuff is so fun for me to set up and i know you guys agree with that too yeah yeah mike do you mind if we see the the Game Boy advance yeah, actually yeah, yeah. i i have one myself but i just love to it. since you're talking about it let's let's see yours oh, oh and you did it on the sp so that's wonderful yeah it was actually really so, weird uh, seeing how um to actually like opening this thing up because i was always like fascinated by the hinge i even did like a little yeah. paint job i did like the black front and like the original oh, that you? That the original red on the back nice spray that's painted awesome. right yeah Uh-oh. It's broken. Here we go. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Just <doesn't work. laughs> that's bright. That's so that's bright. Awesome. Does that have brightness settings? Oh, that's there we cool. go. There oh, we go. There we go. Yeah, look at that. Oh, that's that's Super Mario All Stars. I mean, that's Super Mario Saga. Star Saga. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Saga. <laughs> that that looks really good. Yeah, that looks wonderful, dude. I love it. Doesn't yeah. it breathe like? literally by definition breathe new life into all oh, of those games a hundred percent dude yeah a hundred percent like i've because never i've never kid, yeah like you I never stopped. see these especially game boy and game boy color like it's crazy how like nice it looks because most of the time as a kid you're like playing in the sun like fucking you know like looking up to the right, like the angle, angle. <laughs> or you have your little worm light like lighting up a freaking piece of that's plastic I, I love the <laughs> I, I i know we're getting old but one thing that's becoming clear as I'm getting, or I think we're going to see it is that we had a lot more, maybe this is true with all kids. Cause you could give them, you could probably give a kid who doesn't know any better an old console and he would enjoy it. Yeah. Right. Cause he doesn't have anything to compare it to, but 
I have a feeling that kids nowadays have way less patience than we did. I I would have to imagine, like just because they're used to a smartphone, they're already addictions like put in their immediate, you know, from an early age, I would imagine. I don't know. I mean, I'm not a parent or anything yet, but, uh, (laughs) (laughs) but I don't know. I just remember as a kid. Yeah. Like I would put, we'd play these games that were by today's standards, like archaically, you know, very limited. There wasn't actually a lot to them, but it was before smartphones. So what else were you going to do? Like they, to us, they were awesome. You could play them over and over. They were a little bit more arcadey where you go in and try to get a high score. You get a game over, try again, try again. And like you said, you're leaning into like your lamp. You have the worm light plugged in, like the, the amount that, cause we didn't have, that was the best thing that there was though. There was nothing to compare that to. It didn't yeah. seem, and even by today, I wouldn't call it like shit. It's just different. You know, it, things have, the screens have gotten better for sure. But like with your modification, you can now go back and, you know, inject some of these modern, um, now that the prices for these screens and stuff are more affordable and chips and mic- micro SD cards, like Ant was saying, yep. you can literally replay those games as a kid, like that you played as a kid, but actually like probably what the developers meant for it to look like, because yeah. when they were developing that, it must've looked just as good on their, on their computer screens. But then when they, you know, export it and it's literally not even backlit, it's all black and white. And yeah, I don't yeah. know. I think, and I think it's, no, you go ahead, go ahead. You know, what's crazy. Like, I remember I was showing my Game Boy, modern Game Boy Color to some like some Japanese friends, and like when I turned it on for them because I wanted to see if they would notice that it's different, right? And like they're like, "Oh, it's the Game Boy, wow!" And then like they turn it on, and I'm like, they just start playing it. I'm like, "Don't you notice?" It's like they're like, "What?" I'm like, "It's it's black backlit." They're like, "Oh, I thought it was like that." It's like, "No, it was never like that." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, unless they think that because the Game Boy Pocket Light did exist in Japan, maybe true, uh, maybe. maybe. They, they, they're the only ones who got the light. I'm going to be real, though. Like, I I don't remember. Like, on my SP, I don't remember how it used to be. Like, how, like, dark it was before. Well, even, the SP is pretty, It is technically but, backlit. Yes, I but even, can, like, the 101, though, is, like, definitely, like, amazing. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, like, almost like this. Yeah. But, like, the normal, oh, like, 001, like, it is, it is not bright. Even in, <laughs> even in the dark, dude, it is not that bright. I have it, dude. Yeah, it's um, it's 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 funny how those like if I I mean just like back then that was the best. So you kind of just it probably felt fine, but it was not fine at all. It was horrible. <laughs> it was I can't bad. believe we were, like I would play uh I was playing Link's Awakening on the Game Boy like way back when I first got the Game Boy. I was like, oh dude, I'm just gonna play for a couple hours. No, you can't play for a couple hours at this age, dude. Like on that <laughs> screen, like I honestly can't. Yeah, I'm like and like I don't know what happened because I guess I haven't played Game Boy in like a while since then, and like even my hands were like so uncomfortable. I was like, "Yo, what is this? It's crazy." On the SP? No, on just the regular Game Boy. Oh, the regular Game Boy. And yeah. the SP two is like so compact too. So I sometimes like the, it's tough. The controls on the left and the right, the original Advance. I feel like that. Oh, like... dude, I think that's the best like uh, form factor. Yeah, I, I want to do a mod of that, that one. Man. You it just like that, that the screen gets scratched a lot because it's not protected. But mm-hmm. I, I would that—that's the one I modded personally. I could go grab that, but I modded my the lamp. I don't know what you call that—the the, the, the wide regular, one. Yeah, the wide the regular Game Boy Advance. Yeah, I remember picking up uh, the purple or the indigo or whatever, mm. the dolphin color of uh, Game Boy Advance. And yeah. With a copy, for some reason I picked up Jackie Chan Adventures: The Game. <laughs> I, I remember loving I it. Love it's kind of a beat 'em up game. It's probably shit, but <laughs> I, I remember loving it. It was fun. <laughs> That's so sick. 
Awesome. Are, are there any games like that for you guys where it's like, they're probably like weren't good, but you enjoyed them? Sonic Adventure. <laughs> I still love Sonic Adventure. <laughs> so, oh my God. Can we can we talk about Sonic Adventure really quick? Because I yeah. I feel like we should on another podcast. Because I growing up I never had Sega stuff, so I'm getting into the Sega Dreamcast like over the last couple of years, and I'm a huge fan of it. I love it. It's so fun. I, I won't list all the games that I enjoy, but there, there's some great titles on there. Sonic Adventure. I have I have a mixed relationship with it. Like I don't know as a person who didn't grow up with it. I have to admit, when I fired it up, it felt like ass. Not that, like, the game, like, the first level's pretty cool. You're going down, and it feels like Sonic. Visually, it's incredible. And then past that, past that, you're just, like, in a normal town with... It feels like Sonic 06 for the Xbox 360 to me. <laughs> but I think it's because I've seen the review of Sonic 06 before yeah. playing Adventure yeah. that I, it's, like, tainted my expectations of it. So I, I, I'll stop by saying I haven't beaten the game yet. So we, okay. before we have a debate, let's save it for a future one because I don't dislike the game. But if I'm being honest, my first impressions were like, "This feels like uh, like a college project. It feels like incomplete. <laughs> it feel geez. very good." I want to I want to throw, throw in like I remember Sebastian. You can attest to this too. But we used to go to Toys R Us, and like the stands they had, dude, it would be Sonic Adventure. But wait, 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 wait. There, we, have to, we have to close the thing up. There's Sonic Adventure 1 and, yeah, and two, 2. it was 2. Right? Yeah. So it was 2 that we played. 2 but is totally still. different, right? You mean like this? Is 2 different? Or is it just like a different <laughs> console? Two, two, 2 is a different game, right, Anthony? Because I'm, yeah. I'm not familiar with 1, but 2 is a totally different game. Yeah, so 1 yeah. and 2 both came out on Dreamcast, and then they got re-released on GameCube with like... It's 2 as well, I think. Oh, okay. And then... um. And then they got added to Steam, so they're they're on like every console now. And like 360, um, two is very good. Um, one, I just like the aesthetic of one, and the music's amazing. Uh, but you don't have that like city with with two. It's you just play levels. So uh, maybe I'll like two better. Maybe I'll like two. Yeah, two. Did you like? I think Eric would like two. Yeah, you put you can play as the good side and the bad side. It's dark and light story. I own the collector's edition of it. I should probably play it, huh? <laughs> yeah, well, I used to pretend to be sick so I could just I'll go grab it. The Chow World for like hours Dude, and hours. Chow World is so good. Raise Chows all day. Dude, wasn't there on the Game Boy Advance Sonic um, Sonic Advance? They had like the Chow World there too. Yeah, yep. People people were obsessed with that, dude. You could like, transfer to get the rare from GameCube onto the Game Boy Advance, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Sonic Adventure 2, Ooh. 10th anniversary. I know, Anthony, you've got a copy. I gotta, yeah, I gotta bring mine out, too. Here we Chill. go. Oh, <laughs> we'll the same time and see if we have the same, like, stuff in here. See if you see if one of ours is incomplete. <laughs> Dude, well, mine's more complete. Damage, which kind of sucks. It's a little Ooh. faded right A little rip, too. Sonic Adventure 2. Okay, Damn. so there's the box. Here, I'll zoom out again. So I'm pretty sure the game is the exact same. Um, as like a regular version, I don't think this is like a special version. No, yeah, so you never, it, you never tried two. Here. Sorry, Sebastian. You never tried two. No, not yet. Oh, you gotta play two. Dude, dude. You, try, you gotta play today. Oh, it comes with the music CD. Dude, that game Look, makes you look oh. like heaven. How much did you get that for, Anthony? Ooh. I paid like forty, like four thousand yen for it. Really? Yeah. I paid twenty. <laughs> Really? <laughs> Where at? Damn it! On Yahoo. That's pretty Yahoo sick. Auction. 
This is Happy Birthday Sonic, and it's got this collector's coin, which is pretty neat. Uh, uh, Happy Birthday Sonic, and it even has the date. It says the 23rd of June, 1991 to 2001, to then the future. Let me zoom in on that. That's awesome. <laughs> Sega Dreamcast, man, had the best, like... Ooh. They had the best, like... I don't even know what to say. Like, there was so much, like, if you play Sega Dreamcast games, like, in most of the games, they'll have, like, Sega Dreamcast systems in the game as an item. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, it's like there was There's this hype. Fan of, service like, in their games. A lot of fan servicing, yeah. for sure. I didn't realize this had, so this is the music CD? Is that what this is? Yeah. I'm going to actually, I'm going to play Ribbit King and use that CD. I'm going to try that. Oh, cool. Or, uh, uh Yeah. <laughs> Ribbit King? The what is Ribbit theme? King, dude? I, you ever played Ribbit King? Oh, Ribbit, Ribbit King is so good. On yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, are you talking about <laughs> Billy and his egg or whatever? <laughs> Billy had a giant egg. Yo, did you play that? Anthony, did you play that yet? It's awesome. It's good, right? Yeah, it's wicked fun. Um, It's kind of hard, but uh, yeah, here it is. <laughs> Anthony's, oh, latest, Anthony's latest drunk purchase. I know. It, it was really good, though. I always wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony's podcast $90. segment. Friggin' 90 I gotta look for a CD later, man. That's awesome. I, like, yeah. shouldn't be allowed on eBay when I'm drunk. <laughs> so, that's yeah, gonna Anthony's podcast segment. We need to have maybe a segment on the podcast of Anthony's weekly drunk purchase because... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The next day, Anthony was like, "Oh, dude, this thing came in. I didn't even know." And I'm such yeah. an enabler, dude. I'm like, Anthony, you gotta get it, dude. You know. gotta dude, get it. it's the best game. Ninety dollars, Billy Hatcher and his egg, dude. Ninety dollars. I haven't even played the disc yet. I literally just downloaded an ISO and played it on an emulator. <laughs> oh, <that's> so funny. <laughs> so Anthony, you also, have the, uh, you also have the the GameCube SD card modification, yeah. right? Because yeah, I, I did that recently, and I can attest, it is incredibly. I recommend it like to the like as much as you possibly can. Dude, that thing is so nice. Hanshin looks great, Ant. By the way, hey, look at that yeah, paint so job, dude. It's literally an SD card slot, and you load all your games onto it and just pop it in. So there's no there's no disc whirring. There's no load. The loading's a little quicker, but it preserves your discs. Yeah, no soldering either. Oh really? Yeah, you just, you literally, wherever the port is for the disk drive, you just pull that out and then you just plug it in to the uh, other drive. Yeah, it's it's pretty Zero awesome. Stopping. I think I gotta do that then. And uh, got a question. So for anyone that's like listening or at home or whatever, how much would it be to, to cost-wise to like do that kind of thing? Um, I, there's this company called, I think it's like Black Dog Technologies and they make them. I think I paid like 80 for it. Okay. I yeah. I agree. I I'm I'm gonna find. I used a different company, uh, that was based in Europe because they were kind of sold out at the time. I think they're back in stock again. I'll try to find the name of the company for people who are listening. But yeah, I also paid around eighty ninety dollars. It's ninety dollars. It's in stock. I'll post it in general right now so you guys can check it out. Oh yeah. Uh, and is it a is it like a good way to play like any games that you want on GameCube yeah, essentially, so, or is it like so what I do is um, I have this software called Swiss. So mm -hmm. whenever the GameCube boots up, it, it opens up the Swiss menu. And from there, you can um, pick whatever ISO you want. You can choose the settings. So you can, like, force 480p. You can, like, add cheats to it if you want. And um, 
you can also you can also have other software there's like the game boy interface where you can change the resolution of the game boy player so it, it like fits better on the screen there's like an nes simulator on this now like all kinds of stuff damn yeah it's so cool yeah, that you could you... add like that life or like just those to be able to play other games on it oh the coolest thing i have on this um i have a a modded version of monkey ball and it's all custom levels oh that people... wow yeah, yeah, wow it's so hard yeah it gets really hard <laughs> Well, because they, they use mechanics that the game didn't use before, so it's like speedrunner type of tech that they add to Whoa. it. So it's like a whole new game. It's awesome. What? Dude, one of my favorite arcade cabinets is the Monkey Ball. Dude, I would... How good. Did they have that in an arcade? Yeah. Really? With the ball, know. dude. I've never seen one in person, but... Really? They had one at a, a barcade near me. Really? Yeah. Is that what it was originally designed for, was that you roll the ball? I, I don't and know actually maybe yeah Wait, so know. that would make more sense than them making a mon monkey ball game just yeah right like yeah, yeah, yeah. It, really it does sense. seem like an arcade game right yeah yeah that would be a good arcade dude game. it was Fuck. fun man i hope this maybe i'm gonna check they might still have it because you can like slow down the ball yeah if you're going too fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like it has momentum dude. you gotta like slow it down i'm it's trying to find so the name good. of the company for listeners for that uh gc loader unfortunately it was. I, I just see that I paid in uh, in euros, and that's the only evidence of that it was bought in Europe. I'm sorry. It says it was in the, the Netherlands, um, and it has the name of the person. So I won't say. Oh, it's called Retro Salute GCLoader.com. Actually, I'm sorry. GC-Loader.com, and it was about like Anthony said, about eighty bucks. Nice. Anyways, gotcha. to bounce off what he said, he was talking about how you can put on the custom software to load um, things for the Game Boy. It. Uh, Apparently, I think as of right now, unless you're emulating, if you want to play on real hardware, that is actually the best way to play your Game Boy games on a TV, um, I, I believe, as far as the, the, the quality of the picture, because you can choose in that software the, the, um, the frame rate, the aspect ratio, you can change all of that so you can get it like so people who do like speed running and stuff, they'll, they'll set up all their settings so it's like zero lag because there's obviously zero lag but you know they can they can push it even further mm. but if you want like 240p 60 frames per second four by three perfect running off of your like crt setup if you're that kind of person then that that yeah it's so much fun i mean i love being able to play on the go obviously with my backlit screen then i can pop out the game put it in my game you need the game boy um well i guess i guess if you have the the game the the, the sd card you could just load the is the rom file on uh SD card, right? Because I've been playing with physical, where I put it in my Game Boy Player, but not everyone has that. So yeah, you could yeah. you could just, um yeah you could just emulate Game Boy Advance too, um right. or you could get one of those SD Game Boy Advance cartridge things to just play whatever. True. You want. Yeah. The EverDrive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Right, I got a question for you guys. What is yeah. one purchase that you want to make next? <sighs> okay, I got it. Um, right, I haven't seen one listed on eBay in a long time, but it's the Star Fox Super Weekend Bomber Jacket. Wow. Oh, set. Dude, oh. you ever hear of the Star Fox Super Weekend? No. Uh, I don't it, that shit up it was a competition in like 1995, I think. And um, it was like, who can get the highest score in Star Fox and Super Nintendo? And they made special cartridges called the Super Weekend Cart, and those go for big bucks now. Um, wow. But they also made like, you know, shirts and... Pins Bro, this looks so fucking cool. Yeah, it's, it's a bomber. 
Can you can you link the image? I want to take a look at it. Yeah, yeah. Can I pop out this Discord, by the way? Oh, you can. Okay, sorry. Oh wow! Look at that logo, huh? It's not. I thought it'd be like super, like kind of cringy and corny, but it's actually just like a nice jacket. Yeah, it, it really. <laughs> it's actually just a nice jacket. Yeah, it's like one of those like general. Just a bomber jacket. That's that's so a cool good. design. Wow. Yeah. It's like one of those jackets you see today with like NASA on it or something. Yeah. You know? But it's like right. Star Fox. Um, That's probably how they they designed it was to kind of look like NASA. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Damn. And That's then awesome. I, I just posted an article like explaining the whole competition, and they did the same with Donkey Kong. So there's a Donkey Kong Super Weekend cart too. What? Uh Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, and so the way it works, oh, wow. like, it's it's like a different game file. It's not actually Donkey Kong. Like they have it set up so it like records high scores for like collecting shit. Wow. Yeah. Really. So I didn't know these things that. must go for a lot. Oh yeah, like thousands. It's like if you've heard of that, most of most people even like people who don't even play video games have probably heard of the NES World Championship cart. It's similar. Yeah. It's akin to that, right? Yeah, yeah it's like that. There's only a few that exist. Yeah. Um. So, so it's funny. Like I I watch a lot of game collectors on YouTube, obviously, and um, it's fun when people are like, I have I finished my complete Super Nintendo it you know collection like a loose collection with like not in box. But they have to like preface like, but I don't have the Star Fox weekend cart. Yeah. Some people are so stingy that they don't consider your collection complete if you don't have that cart, which is just oh. insane because it's yeah. a very, very niche version of the game that there's only like so many. Like, that's so unfair. Yeah. <laughs> so they have to say it's complete without Star Fox weekend you know, competition. <laughs> like, wow. It's still complete. That's cool yeah. that they made like, like back then. Like, I guess you can't really do that now with games you yeah. know obviously but i don't know I I, I I like that you know they were able to, even like the different uh contests and stuff that they had in like nintendo power and stuff right you know what i mean what's like, funny is like back then it was also new like arcades and then they're they're developing games for the home console so when you first saw games in the home console they were just arcade ports because that was yeah. all there was so then they're trying to find weight so there's certain games work better at home certain games work better with a quarter and so it's funny how the competitions, like all, they were all, they didn't really know what to do. So when they made a competition, it was all about the high score, which now means nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like no one gives a shit about the score of like how many coins you got. Who cares? But yeah. back then they were probably like, oh, if we were to make this like a sport, those are the points. You get yeah. your points. Like no one gives a shit. It's how fast you can do it. It's, mm. you know, how, how, if you can do it without dying, that's more of the, I mean, it's more speed running, I guess, now is what it's become. Yeah. But it's funny to see back then that's what they thought would be. Um, I, have, I have another pickup to show. I got this at oh, Best man. Buy on sale. Ooh. Oh, no oh, way. All-Stars coin. That. Wait, that's oh, the collector? Awesome. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's got coins from each uh, game. You're keeping that. Not like, a bad pickup. Sealed, right? Not a bad pickup. Yeah, they that had like a pile of for, sure. for 10 bucks, So I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll get it. Oh, really? Yeah. Has, has the price of the actual physical game gone up? No, nah, not yet, because I think they're still, like, uh, selling it now. It's not, like, a rare game, but I think, like, it's going to be... It's it's definitely going to be sought after, you know? So maybe, like, an Earthbound type where it's, like, it's common, but so many people want it and nobody yeah. sells it. It's unfortunate that it's not perfect, though. It may I, I really... Besides the fact yeah. that it's limited, I have no reason to buy it. Because there's, like, the... Emu it's technically emulated. Why not just... For, for me, obviously, I own it, so I'm not going to... But it, I, it, I wish it was perfect because if it was perfect, I would buy it. 
because it's limited and because it's like perfectly done, but it's it's like not. It feels like it's kind of patched together project. The menu of it like looks terrible. It's like the worst. So bad. Bad effort by Nintendo. It was not a good effort. Dude, and even like even in terms of functionality for the menu, like the soundtrack thing, you can't even like play it while you're like doing anything. You just literally have to be on the screen playing. Yeah. It's like what is what did they think to do? I know. All right, um, yeah, Eric. What's your what's your next pickup that you want? <laughs> um, that's okay. I mean, there's a few things I've been looking for. I guess. Um, okay. Can I say one that's out of my price range? Am I allowed to do that? One that yeah. I've never heard yeah. before, but I'm looking for. I need to find the exact name of it again because it's so out of reach that I <laughs> I've like kind of had to forget about it. But it's the Anthony. You can help me here. Yeah. I'm on Yahoo Auctions right now, trying to find it. Okay. It is the the custom version of the Sega Dreamcast that is built into a TV. Oh, the, the Sonic, one. the Sonic TV. No, the uh, or maybe it is Sonic. Wait, oh, is this that Alien Sonic one? Set. Yeah, I thought it was more like Space Channel Five, but I think you're right. I think it is technically Sonic. Um, um yeah, that's amazing. I forgot what that was called. Dreamcast TV built in. It's extremely rare. And yeah, I think it is. It's it's called the Divers Two Thousand. Yeah, yeah. Divers Two Thousand. And I actually, I should maybe I, I wish I prepped it. Um, I I sometimes if I see magazines for sale on Yahoo, I'll buy them for if they're like five bucks, like Japanese ones, because mm. they, they feel like preserving a piece of history. In one of the magazines, there's a full page spread advertisement for it, so what? I can maybe. What? Um, oh. It's so cool. So you could order it. Yeah. Even back there ridiculously expensive but if um when they pop up on yahoo um they sell for a minimum of like fifteen hundred dollars but it's literally a, a blue tv with little like antenna sticking out of it. it it looks weird like even the tv design is cool like they made it it's so sick and it's built in with the dreamcast i think it even has it has four ports in the front uh, there was a remote controller for it it even came with its own divers keyboard and controller i believe so there's technically like a complete version of it. And then some people just have just the TV. Um, it's insane. And I'm pretty sure it also has the modem. So back then you oh. could have played it with your dial up. And today you still can technically. We can talk about that another time. But via the Dream Pie, you can hook up your Dreamcast with modem or a broadband adapter for Ethernet, which is what I use to play Fantasy Star Online in 2021. It still works. It's fucking awesome. So we could save that for another yeah. podcast. The Dreamcast is live and well, man. It's fun. Right. I just posted one on e- uh, from eBay that's going for uh, $4,500 right now. Oh, my oh, great. Maybe I'll consider buying that. <laughs> Take it along with TV. <laughs> Let's do Mike. Mike, give me your next uh, retro pickup or gaming-related pickup. Uh, it's tough. It's tough. I think I got to say, I think I'm, I'm going to be holding back unless I find a good deal on something. That's kind of how I buy stuff now is I just search through eBay. Yeah. Uh, um, facebook marketplace and just like the stores around me and uh if i see something then i uh buy it but one thing i'm really keeping my eye out for right now is just like an n64 box nice i don't know what it is but that's just the one thing i'm always like yeah american i mean i see some actually on ebay like japanese ones that are like kind of like 150 which isn't terrible but i'd rather just go to japan and like buy one if i go it it's nowhere near that price here if you bought it here. Yeah. It That's why I was like, like I'd rather not. Like pile of 30 or 30 bucks. Yeah. 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 But all the like the different like versions here are like five hundred bucks, six hundred bucks. I'm like, dude. 
You could buy that like Pikachu edition that Anthony has for like a hundred bucks here in box. That's crazy. Yeah. What? No, yeah, not I saw. I, yeah, I, I saw know, one. Dude. I saw one sitting in my game shop. Like it's it's gone now, but it was it was for like a hundred bucks. Should have bought it. Yeah, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Good deal. Damn. That's one Danny has, I think, over in Europe. His girlfriend had it, I think. It was one the of those like N64 is region locked, right? Technically, uh, yeah, but it's it's the hardware region lock, like Anthony mentioned, where oh, if you just okay. get wires to it, you can play your games. Or if you Word. have an EverDrive, that's like the ideal probably way to do that. But mm. you can I think you can you can either rip out the things or you can like yeah. some people I think there's actually Anthony, you could probably talk yeah. about the the, the insert yeah so the back of the cartridge i think like on american it's like the corners that are cut out and then on japanese it's like a little bit further in so you can uh -huh. just cut the plastic um or you could swap the back of the the cartridge with an american one um, like didn't, you, didn't you buy like an insert that you put into the console itself that made it universal that nintendo that i did that n64 i literally just cut the thing just like yeah. same as like the american snes mod where you just cut yeah, the plastic. yeah 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 yeah. It's kind of sad to cut a piece. I know. Of I don't want to cut. I don't want to hey, cut, man. I want to play my game. So fuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's great it's region locking Nintendo. Yeah. It, it's like in I'm the console. Sorry. Um, I was gonna say I'm glad that region locking is going away now. That's one good thing with modern whatever is like if you really want to access the Japanese eShop market, you just have to make a Japanese account. I'm su I'm surprised Nintendo did it with the Switch, but happy about it. Hmm. Yeah. Good for them. Um, yeah, I bought more Switch games because of it. When I was in Japan, I bought a bunch of Switch games <clears> just because of that. So, oh yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about that. What's if we could going up really quick? There's so many topics that we could save for another time, but just very quickly uh, with that is that with the region locking, if the game has multiple languages loaded into it, like uh, if you bought Animal Crossing in Japan and put it in your American system, it would by default load the English even though it's the Japanese copy of the game, which is very cool. Wow. But that's not with every game. So I went to buy a copy of Dark Souls for the <laughs> Switch, the hardest games in existence. And not only was the game very difficult, but the Japanese version had zero English. So yeah, oh, it was the most difficult kanji of all time. So just yeah. reading it was hard. So it was like hard to read, hard to understand, and also hard to win. So it was just, I hated it. So I had to buy a second version, unfortunately. Look, look what's on my wall right now. It's an ant! Oh, it can only be one. <laughs> what do you is that your pet ant or the yeah, little, your, uh, plant in the corner? That's my buddy. That's that was the most fitting thing. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> you should you should uh, just have him like crawling on your forehead. The, like, <laughs> ant, ant me ant. <laughs> Jesus. We should have an ant cam. Well, Mike, are you thinking, uh, how are we doing on time? This is our pilot episode, so we're not really, we yeah, don't so have a formula yet. We're about like I, an hour, 10. I think if we stick to like an hour, an hour and 30 minutes, I think we're, you know, set. I mean, we, we're an hour and 10 minutes in, so, I mean, I was thinking maybe you guys want to end it off with kind of what we're playing right now, and then we can sign off. Sure. Sure. <clears throat> uh, uh, I'll start it off. Um, I've been doing my dailies in Genshin Impact. Cause I'm a little weeb and I'm just going to say it outright. I usually don't play gacha games, but this one I was kind of, uh, I got into, I don't know why it's just fun. I like, I like doing shit like checking in. Cause I think I'm on a very long MMO like drought and I haven't played any cause that's kind of one of my favorite genres. Um, and there hasn't yeah. been anything really like that good. I think right now. Um, yeah. so this has been kind of satisfying that like daily grind. 
That game's um, pretty relaxing too. Yes, yes. The soundtrack's yeah. actually really good. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, is it kind of like Breath of the Wild? I heard that's kind of the, the style. Yeah, it's the art style, the cell shaded kind of. Um, cool. But other than that, I've I've been picking up a lot of things on Steam. Um, they just did. They're doing a a Koei Tecmo sale right now, and I think last time they did a Capcom. Um, I bought Neo and Neo Two. I want to play through those. Um, I've also been playing Monster Hunter Rise. How do you like that? Which one? I haven't touched it in a week. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, I think it's one of the more fun Monster Hunters because it's a little bit more fast paced. And uh, I think that was my biggest thing about Monster Hunters. I like, can't get into those games, man. I've tried yeah. like four times and it's just like, uh, I feel like it's so hard to just hit the fucking enemy. Yeah, yeah me too. Me too. Dude. It's like it's fun to get into it and like try it a couple times, but it doesn't keep you. You know, it doesn't keep mm. you going. Yeah, it keeps yeah. my girlfriend, dude. She lives for Monster <laughs> Hunter, and I just, it's I like I like watching her play, but I agree with Anthony. It's not really for me. I've mm. tried it, and she's yeah. showed me what why she likes it, and I even with that, I'm like, it's just not for me, and that's that's fine. I don't mind watching it though. It looks good. Yeah, yeah it looks it's gonna be Japanese. Didn't you play Monster Hunter World for a while, Ant? Yeah, I'm glad I didn't buy it. Yeah. Not <laughs> um, so, um, I played it for like two weeks, and I was trying so hard to like love it, and I kept telling myself like, "Wow, I'm so addicted to this right now," and I'm just, and then it finally hit me. I'm like, "I don't fucking like it. Like, I'm done playing this. Mm. I don't want to play it." Um, it's just one of those things where it's like, you don't feel like you can just hit and and like it runs away, and you get it's just like frustrating. I was just like frustrated the whole fucking time. Yeah. I tried to jump onto a monster, and it just like wouldn't land on them like shit like that it just drove me crazy so strategic um, right yeah like maybe if i had like a group of friends that were really into it i would yeah. probably be more and i'd be better at the game i probably just suck at it that's why i don't like it um but i want to i want to go off of mike's weeb comment because i'm playing um i just got this rpg it's one of my favorite games it's a cult followed game from um xbox 360 and ps3 generation so fucking good near oh bro yeah. oh near the new one just came out oh it is this is it yo is it good i mean i played i played it already it's it's like one of the best stories oh. in an, an action rpg i've ever played the soundtrack is like so fucking good damn um that's the remake that. of the first game that came out on ps3 right yeah, yeah, and the um the cool thing about this is in the American version they used like a big like burly guy as the main character, um, but in Japan they used a, a different character and they actually brought the Japanese character wow. into the into this version, so you don't play as the American one. Oh wow, I gotta play that. Nice. Is that on yeah. the PS4 or five? PS4. Okay. Uh, yeah. I think they put I it can... on PS on PC too. I saw it on Steam. I think. Yeah, it's probably on Steam. <clears throat> Damn. That's another topic is the PC and uh, Microsoft. Like you, can, it seems you can play the X, the new Xbox Series X games on your computer. That that's definitely something we can chat about another time. Um, I have one more game. Sorry, I got one more one more game that I've been playing. Oh, it's man, a Game Boy Advance game. It's called Nintendo DS Rumble Pack. Oh, good game. Um, yeah, yeah, game. yeah, yeah, yeah. We know we yeah. know what you're doing every day with that. <laughs> so <laughs> I just need to talk about this and. It like it's literally the most pathetic rumble pack of all. Like, watch the TikTok. It's just like, yeah, it's I like saw the TikTok you made. It's just like <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. And what games is it interconnected with? 
with so there's like, like a list of games online um i only owned one of the games that it's compatible with it's uh, diddy kong racing so I, I made the video and i was just like riding against the wall and just like bzz, 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 bzz. <laughs> that's so, so funny yeah every console needs a rumble pack accessory doesn't it as far yeah. as retro i feel like every console has some sort of a rumble pack accessory yeah, yeah. nice <laughs> All right, uh, Eric. Okay. If I'm being honest on what game, I, there's a game I want to show. I haven't played it within the last couple of weeks, but it's like, I'm always like about, I, I'm going to recommend it in a second. But the game I've honestly been playing a lot recently has been StarCraft Two. Some people would consider it by quote unquote, a dead game. Disagree. If you love the game, it's probably akin to Anthony playing Super Smash Bros. Melee. Right. It's an older game, but people, if you love, if you know, you know. If you play mm. it, you play it. And there's still tournaments for it. It's definitely, you know, in its heyday. It came out ten years ago, so it's it's not unrealistic that it's petering off a little bit. But those that still watch it, there's huge support for it. Mostly in Korea are the big tournaments, but the EU has some stuff as well, and probably the US. But the GSL in Korea, I've been watching that. Living in uh, Japan, it's kind of nice because it works with my time zone. I used to stay oh, up until yeah. 5 in the morning to watch that. Now it's like I just watch it before bed. It's pretty nice. Um, nice. Warcraft 2. So uh, look me up on there. Let's play. But yeah, um, I'd recommend a retro game. Uh, Gunstar Heroes Hell on the yeah. Game Boy Advance is a huge... I don't know if this is, uh, Mike, if you ha if it's uh, reversed for you. Like, is this backwards? Or is it... Can you read... Does it Does it look normal? No, no it's, it's, normal. it's fine. It's fine. Okay, to me it's backwards, so just checking. Okay, um, Gunstar Wait, Heroes. It, it, no matter, even if you buy it in Japan, it's going to be a little pricier because it's a sought-after, very good game. But you can see here, I bought. Hey. Um, nice I don't have it, guys. <laughs> I feel left out. Uh, really good. I bought the complete version. This was like I didn't buy it for this Dude, price, but I bought it for about nice 50, clean. 60 bucks. That's a nice, That's clean as hell. And it's just one of the great. Like if you, if you, I don't, even, I don't even want to have to like try to sell it. But if you boot it up, you'll just see what I mean. It's incredibly well um, designed in the platforming. It, it's like a, it's a shoot 'em up kind of a game, but mixed with action punching platforming um, and acrobat. It feels like Donkey Kong mixed with, you know, I don't know, Corroded Darius. It's fucking great, and it's really brutally hard. Like, dude, like it is hard. hard. So you're gonna play through the levels a lot, but you. Though I, I tend to find if a game punishes you over and over and over and over, but you want to keep going, mm. you know, the game's doing something right. That's good. You're not, it's not like Anthony with Monster Hunter and the, the boss keeps running away and then you quit. Yeah. This one, the boss keeps killing me, but I want I'm getting a little closer each time and I want to try again. And then when you finally beat that boss, there's kind of a, there's a, there's a love hate relationship with it. And you just, you kind of fall in love with the game. So I've, I've fallen in love with this game. It's, it's incredible. I haven't even fully beaten it yet. It's so frustratingly hard um but i look forward to completing it at some point because anyways highly recommend gunstar heroes Good game. Game. i've seen eric play that game and i think it's very impressive like for a game boy advance game like graphically and stuff oh yeah yeah did it come out late in the game Boy advance i don't know when it came out um it says 2005 next to the sega logo here oh, so i don't late. know if that's typically late but i think that's it is late. um it's fucking awesome. It's yeah, like, like Sebastian said, it's like actually you. It's like surprisingly good. Dude, I love the Game Boy Advance like boxes, it, like the Japan compared to America. I feel like the American ones are just so flimsy. Yeah, really quick, I'll grab a. Those are just like so like nice rectangle compact. The the Game Boy Advance boxes in America were just Game Boy Color ones, right? <laughs> 
Yeah, right. I don't know if I agree with that. I might, I might just. Really? I, I think they both look cool, but I something about that Game Boy Advance uh, thing on the side. You like that? Ooh, it's just showing off. Ooh, now. micro. It's just showing off. <laughs> I think I like the American one better personally. Really? Both Dude, different. That freaking Lord of the Rings. Was that the one you were playing on stream? <laughs> Yo, that sucks. God, yeah. dude, that was rough, it dude. It's 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 um, God, it's fun if you sucks. make it fun. We'll put it that way. It's fun if you make it fun. Let's put it that way. Like there's the way it's designed is like, wait, why is it like that? But when you if you figure out why it's doing that, you can basically like the game only becomes fun when you purposely avoid what the game wants you to do. And then, so I was I found a way to make it fun, and it's kind of a Diablo two clone, but in Lord yeah. of the Rings, you like level up your gear and uh, whatever. But if you proceed in the game, you're not able to go back. So if you go too soon, and you're too weak to defeat the next room, you're just locked. You're soft locked inside of it. So there's a way around it. Is you basically kill all the monsters in the level, and then right when you reach the end of the stage. You press start and go back to the main menu and load it again. And your character will level up that way. So you can like, and there's also an arena. Like if you go to the main menu, there's in the menu, there's like this arena that you can use to grind your character. So I think that's why they put that in there was like, if you're, if you're dying too much to this boss, you can leave the main game and just go into this like fight pit and just grind XP until you think you're strong enough to go back into the main game. So it is actually cool, hmm. but it took me like three days to realize that that's how you do it. So it's designed poorly, but it can be very fun if you know hmm. how to do it. So I can't recommend it. I'd recommend it to my uh, best friend, but I would not recommend it to my enemy. I don't know if, how, if that came out right. <laughs> you gotta be a Lord of the Rings fan. You think yeah, that like, Lord of the Rings okay. world is like such a, you think it'd be such an easy just like dude just put that in a game you know yeah you'd think but it's, um, it's too much dude it's just too much to put in a game shout outs to the gamecube games because those are fucking awesome mm. arcade games those are great sebastian what have you yeah. been playing my man last night i've been continuing east origins um, oh hell yeah and uh i beat so I, I wasn't that far into it last week i, I only got like into the first kind of like few floors okay huh Who'd you pick to play as? I'm I'm doing the girls line Unica right now. Nice. nice. And uh, I just beat the first like main big boss, and so then you're on now I'm 10. I'm on like I'm in the flooded like flooded dungeon, flooded yeah, whatever yeah. it's called. And then I'm I'm I was kind of stuck fighting trying to figure out um Epona, which is like the girl with like a little spear. Yeah. And then so I right I'm, I was I almost beat her yesterday, but then I, I already did one boss, so I was like I'm just gonna call it a day. I was like, I'll figure it out another time. But yeah, great game. I like I like it a lot. It's super fun. Yeah, um, the brings it back to like. Yeah, brings it back to like. like release. I, I don't know much about it. Is it like a remake of an older version of the game? Or? Every Ease game. So it's a new. It's 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 its own game, but it's like the story before the entire Ease series. Um, but this one's like it's it's low story. It's just like you go through a hundred floors in a tower and you're just like grinding enemies. Mm. And huh. it's yeah. like it's really fast and like addicting. Mm. I love it. So it's like yeah, Sword Art Online. <laughs> without the weeby sh well there's a little weeby shit but it's See, sword art well okay maybe i won't say my opinion on sword art because i will split our uh, audience in half immediately so i'm just gonna shut up <laughs> people have strong opinions on that show yeah well yeah i just well, now i want to hear art. what it is <laughs> i love the art style of the east origins because it's kind of like that like 
2.5D or like overview of, and it's like it, it just brings it back to like PS1 times of like yeah, playing yeah. like an action RPG. Because like I've been I've been one thing that I didn't I didn't get to mention what what I want to pick up next is my uh like gaming purchase, but I want I've been really like craving to play like a PS1 or PS2 games, and I want to buy like a PS2 like so I can emulate PS1 on it yeah. by buying discs for it. And one of the games that I really want to play is uh called Threads of Fate. Um, it's like oh, an yeah. old square. It's an yeah. old square game, and I've been really wanting to just play that because, like, me and Mike had it. Mike shaking his head. Yeah. No, I love that game. I love that game. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. No, it's just like it's in, in Japan. It's called Do Prism. It's totally mm-hmm. different. So I like I found it one time at Super Potato, but I haven't found it anywhere else. But wow. yeah, just like so, kind of East Origins is kind of hitting my like nostalgic PS One um, craving. Yeah, yeah. You guys ever played the game? Uh, called uh point blank on the ps1 i played it's it like a shark game before point yeah blank. no yeah. Never okay heard I've, been, I've heard good things about it and i've been like uh like sebastian i've also kind of considered getting a ps2 to play ps1 games and i've just heard that's a good game so i was wondering if you guys have played it but i don't that's know much about like it the gun right i think like so the... yeah oh anthony's getting something anthony's getting something um yeah so me and my friend uh ryan we've been like really into the light gun games on playstation yeah. so picked up dino stalker wow um, and then these i've had for a long time this is vampire knight the box the big box oh damn. wow i've never even heard of this i game. never heard of it yeah i mean either that was like a that was like a pc box yeah because it comes with light gun in there comes with the gun yeah and then time crisis 2 love classic, it oh classic game. how about uh i know anthony you and i both have the typing of the dead games those are so good oh yeah the second dreamcast I need to and get the bigger keyboard though. The keyboard that mine came with is like the, the tiny one, and like it's it's too small to play. I gotta get you one like mine, the bigger one, because it's yeah, actually yeah. Awesome. it's so fun. There's a specific keyboard it came with. What is there like a specific keyboard it came with? Yeah, so I'll just. It's up here. It's a smaller model than like alternative versions. I own a few keyboards, and his is the smallest. It's the, is it the oh, clear one? The kind of super yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, that's the small one. I don't even want to take it out because it's like a pain in the ass. But I can get a picture. Take your word for it. But it's it's, uh, it's, it's tiny. That tiny one. Or it's, it's tiny. Yeah. yeah. It's not like the full keyboard. Dude, it's like it's like, like my Akai Mini Play keyboard. Very small. Very get it, Eric. <laughs> yeah. And today, right. did I? I think I told you I bought the Sakura Wars keyboard for the Dreamcast. Do I need to bust that out? Maybe that's oh, my no. I want to see that. Yeah, let's see. Last one, and then we'll sign off here. We got it. Shit. I want to play Dino Stalker. Yeah, game's cool. I got I got one Dreamcast thing that's kind of cool in here. I don't know. Is this also the small size? Technically, maybe it is. I'm not sure. But it doesn't have the numpad. But I don't know if the keys are actually just as small as yours or not. But this is the the Sakura Wars pink edition that's the one i have i think but yeah i have yeah. the clear it's the same yeah. size that's i awesome. can also grab the big one but i'll we can do that another time but oh that's um, sick bigger model do you guys oh like, uh, that's sick too mike can i can you or anthony can you show the uh your mouse again it's the evangelion yo come on wait where oh. that's a dreamcast one yeah evangelion what is, is that game what did that like come with i think it's there's an evangelion game that's like a point and click or something. Oh. That's sick. Yeah. It's unfortunate that the uh, 
like the Dreamcast supports the mouse, but there's not that many applications for it, unfortunately, outside of really? um, outside of the browser because it technically supported like Google browsing. Yeah. So it's cool to have. I have a mouse too, but I've never, I've never had to use it. It's more just kind of a novelty thing, unfortunately. But that's a cool. I didn't Can know they still had to use the web browser. Technically, Sorry? can you still use the web browser? Is I think so. It? Yeah, it's really slow, but you can. Yeah. I want to. I want to make a TikTok where I try to go to TikTok.com with the. Yeah. <laughs> that is cool. I gotta get you a broadband adapter. Okay. They're expensive though, so like yeah. I, I I've purchased them here for about a hundred, and then I when I sell them like on eBay, I'll, I'll you know I'll, I need to make a little money doing it, so I'll sell them for like one fifty. Yeah. And uh, they sell very very quickly, so I haven't done it in a lot. There's no like third party like a Robin adapters for Dreamcast. They actually, um, now that you mentioned that, I think just like a couple weeks ago, I saw some articles saying that there's someone's trying to do that. I could be wrong, but I think there is a solution. Most people just do the Dream Pie because it's a hundred dollars and it uses um, a Raspberry Pi, which mm. is why it's called uh -huh. that, and it uses the modem that comes with the Dreamcast. So there's no, you know what I mean? Like everyone, yeah. it's it's actually the easiest solution, and it actually mm. supports more games than the BBA. The BB doesn't support all of the private servers, only like Fantasy Star and um, one or two other games. So the Dream Pie is mm -hmm. technically a better option. But I got to say, there's something like if you want to play Fantasy Star specifically, there's something about like uh, plugging in your modern Ethernet into your actual Dreamcast and it mm -hmm. just works. Like yeah. that's not without needing to like have a dongle or anything. It's just, I personally like it, but I'll, I'll probably get a Dream Pie eventually because I want to play Choo Choo Rocket online oh yeah rocket that's a good one that's a good one damn well, dude i remember I when i saw you i remember when i saw you playing um fantasy star online in your house on your crt the, for the first time and i was like yo this is so sick like i mean like, this is online it's like it's like it's like it, i literally felt like i was watching somebody like from years ago playing like this game dude you plug in this keyboard and you ha you're on discord talking but you can also use the keyboard to type you can use and then use the controller for your little like you know the pso emoji mm. you have the little make your own little custom symbols it's so fun it's and people who love the game they obviously are super passionate about it so they're pretty welcoming to new players and stuff nice so Hell yeah. I, I play on Silverit for anyone that's uh oh. looking there's a few there's a few popular private servers but Silverit's very uh wholesome it's a little smaller but there's not a, not much like toxicity or anything in there they love nice. the game so it's but yeah sebastian it's there's there's a vibe to it for sure you, yeah. you pull it up on a even a modern PC would be awesome, but if you have like a CRT TV with the keyboard right there and you're just playing some PSO and it works, there's something about it. It's cool. It's cool. It looks I'd cool. Love if you guys ever wanted to set it up, because it's fun. Hell yeah. The, right. the Dream, they can also play on the GameCube with the, uh, they have a broadband adapter for the GameCube as well. You yeah. can play together? Um, The, the game right? is separate, man. but yeah. you can play Dreamcast to PC. We could play together. So, like, if if Mike, for example, if you don't own a Dreamcast but you wanted to play, you can install. There's a a PC version of the game that came out in like Indonesia or Korea. Uh -huh. You can download that version of the game. Huh. It's not in Korean. It's in English. But you install that to your computer, and then me playing on my Dreamcast and you playing on your PC, it works cross connection. That's crazy. Yeah, and it's free wow. on your end. So don't want to like hash out the money yeah you could all run on your pc and i could run on my dreamcast if we wanted that's pretty, it's sick. pretty cool but, yeah. but gamecube it's, it's it's an updated version of the game so it's separate but you can sit in the same lobby together we mm. could all like hang out in the same lobby but then when you load <laughs> the game players have to play on their own so yeah damn but it's cool yeah, i've sick. yet to play the version but it's it's very different 
Mm. It's got new levels and new bosses and stuff. Oh, wow. But uh, yeah, cool. man, I feel like I think this goes without saying, but we have going on one tangent sparks yeah, all these like, no. topics. Yeah, like, if I wasn't worried about getting a list of things for us to do because it's like we're just gonna talk and yeah. it's, it's all gonna yeah. Literally, we could wing this every time, and I think we'll have a. It's gonna yeah. go well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're at Four hour thirty days. now, so maybe we can good wrap time it up. To, uh, yeah, wrap it up, pilot. Hey, let's do a. Let's go, boys. Here, come on, guys. Come on, guys. There we go. Very good. Yeah. So next time, hopefully, we can get Danny in here, who yes. can also. Um, he's got cheeky comments all the time. And, uh, <laughs> he's a funny guy, but he also yeah. has a lot of insight on it. I also just want to hear about you know, the European end of things because yeah. we're all American. So we, it's cool to get, it's funny cause we're American, but like some of us, we've all been to Japan. So we know a lot about the Japanese market and the American market. And now we have, we'll also have Danny who's in the EU. So this yeah, is that a PAL version of everything next year. Yeah. So I think it's, we have a lot of opportunity to share some information for retro gaming geeks like ourselves. So. Yeah. Cool. Hell yeah. All right. So boom. Uh, I'm just going to say thank you guys. If you guys are listening, watching, we appreciate it a lot um we're gonna i don't know what our schedule is really gonna be with posting this maybe we'll do weekly or by we i don't know we'll figure it out we'll talk about it but uh check out anthony at ant retro on uh tiktok posting sick uh retro video game tiktoks um sebastian check him out on instagram at sebastian wiki uh also of me you could check out on instagram at mike Nowicki. And Eric uh, at Eric underscore abroad on Twitch and Eric abroad on YouTube. And yeah, you guys Thanks. got any last words? You good? Keep gaming. Oh, yeah. oh. Actually, Mike, I, if you guys don't mind, I'll politely uh, maybe I could uh, I could sign Ooh. us off here. A little, uh, a little jingle can jam. Can you do a rendition of, jam. of Sonic Heroes so I can sing? <laughs> Next time. I don't hear that. I'll, I'll I don't hear that. that. I'll practice that for next time. I'm not. Are you gonna do Sea Shanty two again? There's a. In <laughs> <laughs> that... RuneScape fashion. I had something else in mind. Now you're you're making me want to just play it again. <laughs> I, that's what I want to hear. That's all I got, boys. Uh, this hey, is a track from one of my favorite and one of the top revered, as far as music goes, games on the original Game Boy, the black cartridge, so it works on the Game Boy Color and the original Game Boy, Pokemon. The trading card game, the normal dual theme. <laughs> I fucked it up. <laughs> it's almost over. It's almost over. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Oh my God, I think I was at church, dude. Scan lines. <laughs>